So he chases people. Salutations. I was hoping that uh, this station would have cooler intro music, but that's what I got for you guys. Salutations, ladies and gentlemen. It is Tuesday, which means it's Instagram Live for you good people. I'm going to go ahead and start this off by letting you guys know. if you, You'll probably hear it throughout this transmission if I don't cough or something. I have a little bit of a cold, no coronavirus. Uh, I am. I've been fighting this cold for... I guess like almost a week now, but I don't really get sick, so I didn't really take it serious, so it's coming back through and kicking my ass a little bit harder. That's okay. That happens. Um, it just sucks because I'm not going to the gym, getting my pump on before the show, and so I feel like a weak cake instead of like a badass. So, yeah, that's all. You guys might hear me cough a little bit. Uh, you might notice my eyes are a little bit red, not high. Uh, you might notice that the voice is a little bit scratch here. Um, no coronavirus, though. No coronavirus. We will be speaking about the coronavirus in this transmission with you guys. Uh, I won't lie. I kind of kept it simple, what I consider simple, uh, given the fact that I got this sick brain going on. Um, I'm going to fly through some of the topics, and then I'll get into the updates, and then we'll get into the show. We talk about the brainwash, the brainwashed masses, uh, people not searching for truth, conscious relationships, and obviously the coronavirus. Uh, very, very important stuff. Um, I tried to figure out a, a way to put all these topics and questions and stuff together, so it was a little bit more cohesive. Uh, one of the questions I got asked this week that I'm actually going to be pretty excited about. Um, somebody asked me if I was a politician. What would be the first thing I would change? And I'm going to change that up when we get to it, saying, uh, what would I run on if I were a politician? That's funny because we have people that we're working with trying to get them involved in, pol in, in politics, but that's a different discussion for a different day. Um, updates for you good people. We are at 36 of 40 patrons. Uh, and for people who are tuning in now because we have new listeners every single day, every single week, uh, we are currently running a campaign to try to get 40 exclusive members so that we can do live shows every single Friday. Right now we're at 36 of 40. Um, when we hit 40, we'll do live shows every Friday. Until then, we're doing them every other Friday. This past Friday, we just did a show, which was actually fantastic if you want the truth. I had like this crazy revelation about how Elon Musk's, um, how Elon Musk's like brain to machine interface, his Neuralink, how if they inserted that inside of your head, the low level EMF field, how it would like interrupt your, your pineal gland. And so I had this crazy revelation about how um, you get, you download information from your pineal gland when your third eye is open, but whenever you get the brain ship, the, the neural link, the brain to machine interface, that uh, low level electromagnetic field would actually interfere with your pineal gland, interrupting you from being able to learn God's wisdom but you'll learn how you'll have all the access to Google. So that was a very, very uh, passionate transmission. Unfortunately, you guys didn't get access to it. It was something exclusive members talked about. It was really cool. Um, it was like a handful of people and I was actually able to read comments, trade back and forth uh, and communicate with people. So what I'm really trying to say is if you guys like this, you're definitely gonna love the exclusive member transmissions that we're, that we're, that we're, that we're doing. Um, just before coming onto the air, I am trying to organize a group discussion March 6th, because that's when their next transmission is, March 6th, uh, where, where there's like, you know, more of us, a handful of us, all together like on a Skype, Zoom, Google Hangouts chat, talking about homesteading, uh, talking about cures, uh, gardening, um, 
taking care of chickens, taking care of the earth, taking care of all, all kinds of different stuff. And so I'm really excited about that. Unfortunately, I can't really have this relationship uh, with a lot of people on the page because the page does its own thing. Um, and so, yeah, if you guys really want to get more to what we're actually doing, think about joining our Patreon exclusive membership program. We have a lot of different things we're doing um, with the page and the shows and everything else. You guys are really only getting one dimension of everything. If you want a complete comprehensive view of everything I'm doing and everything that's going on, join the exclusive members program. It's that simple. Patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction. We need four more people, and then we're doing live shows every single Friday. The next show for them, March 6th. Uh, so if you're interested, you want to make the deadline before then to get into the discussion, do so. Here's all the topics. I got all the topics right here. You'll notice my scribbles. <laughs> I'll go put that over there. Um, so yeah, let's get into the topics. Uh, the brainwashed masses, the inability to escape the conspiratorial and theoretical mindset the brainwashed masses. The reason why I wanted to start this actual transmission off talking about that, I'll say this and I'll get into like a quick news blitz on the coronavirus. The reason why I wanted to start the transmission off with that is because I realize that like our news, we're almost like two weeks in advance. Uh, like our posts and like everything we do, we're that's why it's like news oriented. I like wait for the rest of everybody else to play catch up. Thank God we have all these amazing outlets that provide us with consistent quality news. I wait for the rest of everybody else to play catch up because they're, to be honest, scared and incapable of really being able to digest what is actually going on. Let me rephrase that a little bit better. I constantly get bombarded with messages of saying, oh, stop fear-mongering. Oh, you're scaring me. Oh, how do I know this is true? I fucked with you you know, the whole time beforehand, but now that you're reaching dangerous territory, I don't know if it's true. The problem with this is, is this is fear, this is insecurity, this is hesitation. The best way to rectify that type of fear is to confront it with truth. When I hop up over here and I try to compile everything that you see going on, the news feeds and so much more, when I try to compile it in a comprehensive conversational form, who the fuck else is doing that? People don't realize that we've literally been put into a situation where we really don't know how to respond to this type of information. We really don't know what to do once we find out what's happening. We don't know how to progress our life. We don't know how to come up with solutions. We don't know how to come up with analysis. We don't know how to come up with uh, projections. We don't know what to do. People literally just end up getting like desensitized and paralyzed because they're, they're, they're scared. They're fearful. I feel sorry for that. That's why I'm here, though. Just because what we do scares you does not mean that it is not the truth. I'm sorry that reality is a lot more crazy than my ass can convey. So forgive me if I'm doing the best I can trying to provide you with the information that you would need, right? Information that would hopefully set you off on a path to do what you need to do to make a better life for your own self. I hope that makes sense. Um, sick brain takes over sometimes and my mind doesn't go the way that I would like for it to. How, why, am I, why am I starting this off? Talking about the brainwashed masses. What am I really trying to say? Like our news, sometimes we're two weeks in advance. You know, like, like my perspectives with a lot of stuff. I'm like two weeks in advance, months in advance, like years in advance. I'm ahead of time on a lot of shit. I don't really sit up over here and try to uh, explain my point to a certain degree. I just say things and move on. Because if I sit here and explain things, it really gets, it really gets caught up. 
a better way to explain this uh, is my perspective with Hillary Clinton. She's going to run. I'm not going to sit up over here and explain how. You're just going to see it pure, plain, and simple. I don't want to get uh, confirmation or validation or affirmation, anything after that. I just That's good for me to know that my projections are on key. What I'm trying to say is that when you're put in this position with the kind of information that we have, uh, with the with, with the um, with the platform that we have, the exposure that we have, the influence that we have, I really can't sit up over here uh, and think in that capacity of like, oh shit, I'm scaring people. I should stop. Oh wow, this scares people. I should stop. That's a fearful, uh, insecure, negative mindset. What we need to do now is we need to start taking on that mindset of pushing past it, understanding that, yes, this stuff is fearful. What's, what's going to be even worse is if we, if we stick our head in the sand. There's so much crazy shit going on that all we really can do is, is stay informed, stay vigilant, learn discernment, and begin to start figuring things out. If we put our heads in the sand because, oh, we're scared, we've already lost. That's the point. That's one of the things I wanted to talk about here, you know, how uh, people are not searching for for the truth or truths, period. This is what happens whenever we have, like, information saturation to where we're overloaded with so much content, we really don't give a fuck. That's very dangerous, too. So let me just do, like, a real quick news blitz on, uh, on the coronavirus. <laughs> Man, I tell you, earlier, uh, like, literally yesterday... I went on like a two hour rant. This has nothing to do with like what's going on right now. I went on like a two hour long rant about how government is incompetent. Like just just completely incompetent. Just just reminding everyone that I was talking to and walking around with that. Oh, hey, did I remind you of how incompetent government is? Uh, you know, the fact that they can't fucking pave roads. The fact that we have the best healthcare system in the world, yet somehow we're killing thousands of people. It's like, let me, let me tell you how incompetent government is. Sorry. Uh, I'm getting angry, and my sick brain's taking over, and I'm getting distracted. Let me get back into these topics, the show that I've plotted out for you guys. Let me do a quick news blitz for you. Uh, these are just articles that are coming out. Uh, right here, this comes from Grabian. It says, Maggie Hassan, absolutely critical that we support Trump's request for a $2.5 billion for the, for the coronavirus. This next one comes from the, from the activist post. It says, China is hunting down coronavirus critics. Here's how. And I posted this just before going on the air with you guys. Iranian deputy health minister tests positive for coronavirus. Lawmaker claims that the death toll is four times higher than revealed. This next one comes from... I'm going to read from one from RT uh, and then Business Insider. <coughs> uh, it says, Tokyo no-go. Olympic Games will be canceled if the, if the killer coronavirus is not brought under control within three months. <coughs> this next one comes from uh, Business Insider. It says, Democrats and health experts say Trump's $2.5 billion coronavirus spending package is completely inadequate. I'm not sure. So... Before I get into more on the coronavirus, because I want to get through these other topics first, um, because we, we, really, we really do have a lot to talk about with the coronavirus, I think this is why I was trying to start this actual uh, transmission off by talking about the brainwashed masses and why I really can't follow uh, the, 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 the thoughts of the crowd. While I definitely appreciate what we've created over here being like a conspiracy, a conspiracy page disguised as news, um, the social media think tank is kind of how I like describe us. 
there's a lot of people that kind of get caught up in the nonsense and the conspiratorial aspect of stuff and don't really like think about the reality of shit. Uh, what I'm trying to say is we have people saying that, oh, this is a hoax. Oh, this is this ain't real freedom. Stop promoting fear. Stop promoting this shit. It's like I'm not promoting any of this. I've, I've been saying for the entirety of February that this whole program, Event 201, the global pandemic, is an agenda to push forth uh, medical martial law, medical tyranny, the vaccine agenda, the global health security agenda. I'm not trying to push anything. I'm trying to say, look at look at what's going on so you're aware that when they start pushing these things, right, they're saying that the vaccine's already in development, it's 18 months away. When they start pushing these things, you have to be aware. Don't fall for the trap. One of the other questions we got asked is, what is the surface life for coronavirus? Like how long, like say somebody touches a, 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 a doorknob, right? How long is that doorknob capable of being infectious? The simplest way to say it is nine days. That's what we're being told. But because this information is coming from China, we really can't trust them, right? All the information we're able to really accumulate is coming from people who are leaking information, uh, people who are breaking the electronic Chinese firewall, breaking this information, putting information out there, scientists who are flying over there. We're not really getting uh, straightforward answers from China because they're really trying to keep this on the hush-hush. So how can we really know how to react to this if we're being purposely misinformed so i'm not really trying to push anything i'm trying to say awareness and vigilance is going to get through this i'm fearful myself but i'm going to figure out everything i need to know instead of acting like a weak bitch scared about everything that's going on that's just how it works <coughs> so let's talk about the brainwashed masses and the inability to cons to escape the Conspiratorial forward slash theoretical mindset. Escaping the awe is, is, is what I would just encapsulate it as. I think that's what I've been talking about the entirety of the show so far. Is I think because we get caught up like, oh, we know Bill Gates uh, has a patent for this. Oh, we know they ran an event for this. Oh, I know these facts. Therefore, I don't need to do any real world action to back up these things that I now know. That's very dangerous. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> like, I'll put it to you this way. Just anecdotal evidence that this coronavirus is something that requires attention. Three weeks ago, like four weeks ago, basically right around my birthday towards the end of January is when we started seeing human-to-human -human transmission of some, like, unknown disease. The start of February, it got labeled the coronavirus, the novel, the novel uh, NCOV and then it more recently got transferred into the, the COVID-19 virus. What I'm trying to say is four weeks ago, it wasn't an issue. A week ago, or, or three weeks ago, it got attention. Two weeks ago, it started freaking, people started freaking out. A week after that, people are like, hey, holy shit, we should start paying attention. And now, because we're, I don't know, a couple weeks, a month, or a few months into this now, people are saying, holy shit, this is serious. So when I see people saying, oh, you, you need to chill out, freedom. It's, it'll pass. It's, uh, you don't need to worry about it, bro. It's a hoax. I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me because Zika was a hoax. That came and went. Ebola, we've even slowed that down. SARS, for sure. But here, with this, uh, <laughs> with this coronavirus, I don't think so. 
you see with this coronavirus, I'm just pulling up the real-time tracker real quick with you guys. But with this cold, we now have 80,000 confirmed cases. And let's see, how many, how many total deaths? 2,705. So 80,000 confirmed cases, 2,000 deaths. So yeah, sure, it might be a hoax, it might be whatever. But the fact that it's growing at an exponential rate and people are dying and that they can contract it a second time over, <laughs> that tells me that we need to watch the fuck out for this. Pure, plain and simple. And when you have people trying to downplay it, that tells me that this is really, really more devastating than people think. That's all I want to say. And so when I talk about the brainwashed masses, I think it's uh, it's the fear uh, and the inability to, to escape the conspiratorial and theoretical mindset of this. It's a little bit more difficult. Shout out to Zach Freeman. He said he wanted to ask how 5G controls a virus. Uh, that is an interesting talking point. Shout out to Zach. Um, I don't think... Yes, it is a lab-made virus, Zach. What is... Um, the reason why it's come out that the 5G is connected to the coronavirus is because where uh, where the 5G activation center is located in China, it's in Wuhan, and they uh, and they activated it around the same time back in October of 2019, and some people are saying that the Wi-Fi activation uh, of five of 5G, like 5G actually being activated, uh, it can create some of the same very, the very same symptoms that we're seeing: nausea. Um, disorientation, um, erratic thoughts, you know, vomiting, seizures, stuff like this. And that's why some people are saying that the coronavirus might be connected to 5G is because where it was located in China and actually deployed, these things happen. So uh, very interesting. That's not the angle that we're going through at this moment. I think that was something that we covered not last week, but the week before last, because that's whenever, whenever information was coming out. But again, I'm just trying to point out, again, anecdotal evidence of not only cover stories, um, um, cover stories, other stories, so many different things coming on with this, that this is not something that we should just slip on. This is not something that we should just chill on. We shouldn't just say, oh, this is business as usual. This is really something that we should pay attention to. What I was trying to say again, uh, in reference to how this has increased over time throughout the entirety of February, we recently got My Patriot Supply, a storable goods uh, company, as our as one of our affiliates. I think we got them, like I said, that four weeks ago. Three weeks ago, they said, okay, you're not going to get your order within the very same week that you ordered it. You're actually going to get it in seven to ten business weeks. The following week after that, that shipping window increased from uh, 10 to 14 business days. So now not only one, not, not, not same week delivery and not, you know, one week delivery, but now two week delivery. Just yesterday at the start of this week, they said, look, you're going to have to wait three weeks to four weeks now to get your orders because we've reached a point with our, uh, with our system to where we're at 12 to 15 times the, the normal orders that we would receive. They're backed up. So this is again telling me that something's happening in the background that they don't want to scare people. So why why am I pointing out my Patriot Supply? This isn't a plug. I'm trying to say this company was specifically designed to help out civilians, people like myself, regular day average Joe Blows, who want to take care of themselves. They weren't going to sell out to government. They weren't going to sell out to FEMA. They weren't going to sell out to banks. They weren't going to sell out to co uh, uh, corporations. They were trying to empower regular day civilians and people like ourselves. But because they didn't sell the corporations, that created a vacuum for all the other people that had um, that had it. 
And so basically what I'm, what I'm basically trying to say is they're running out of food. The people that were basically there to try to empower people like us, if you don't get your food in now, if you don't get your order in now, you're not going to get it. If you're playing simple, they're running out. They're, they're, they, they might have to shut down. So this is, again, more of that anecdotal evidence, the same way that around, uh, around the country at those 11 different military bases turned into quarantine facilities, Walmarts, Costco's, and other facilities that have storable goods and, uh, and, and uh, big box shops are running out of food as well. So when I'm looking at, at, at banks getting uh, storable goods, um, banks getting storable goods, mil- military bases getting storable goods, corporations getting storable goods, FEMA, you know, tossing out some of their older, uh, some of their older storable goods and then requesting more. I'm looking at, again, all that anecdotal evidence that points towards this thing that people aren't wanting to admit that this is an actual fucking crisis. And if, again, imagine everybody has this knowledge that I have, just casually mentioning all this stuff that I'm saying. Imagine that. It wouldn't create a panic. People would be prepared. That's the problem, though. People aren't prepared because people don't want to know. I'm underprepared. I feel like I'm slacking being in this position. That's what I've been saying throughout the entirety of February. Fuck awareness. We need to start practicing preparedness. That's what I mean by the inability to escape the conspiratorial force slash theoretical mindset. That's where we're at right now. We're in such awe awe, that it can't be real. And the very fact that it is. Italy is going underneath a national emergency. Um, Iran just got hit. Like, my God. Let me stop talking about my, my, my keister and just pull up this, this, this chart right here. Let me just fly through some of the countries that have cases. South Korea, uh, Italy, Japan, Iran, Singapore, Hong Kong, the U.S., Thailand, Taiwan, Australia, Malaysia, Germany, Vietnam, um, UAE, the United Arab Emirates, UK, France, Canada, Macau, Bahrain, Kuwait, Spain, Philippines, India, Russia. This is something that is global. And all it takes is for one person to go someplace else. That's it. Um, I talked about this two weeks ago, whenever the quarantine period was still 14 days, uh, instead of it being increased to now 28 days, the incubation period. Two weeks ago, I had talked about how I had a friend in Shanghai. She was a teacher teaching English as a second language. When this shit first started happening, her father, brought her back here ASAP, but that was underneath the quarantine period of 14 days. She had been in quarantine for that 14 period time frame, but then she got let out. And then as she got let out, that's whenever they increased the incubation period saying that, okay, well, you may not show immediate symptoms at 14 days, but come on to 28 days, you might begin to show it. What I'm trying to say is that they've let people out during this time frame, unaware of what the hell this thing actually is, and it's, 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 it's spreading. All it takes is for one person to kind of break quarantine <laughs> to cause this epidemic, dude. Like, realist of talk, there's currently 8,000 people under surveillance in California who have self-quarantined. Self-quarantined. That was something I wanted to... Oh, God dang it, dude. I had all kinds of topics, like, you know, people not searching for truths, mindlessness, absent-minded existences, conscious relationships... But I think my sick brain just wanted me to just jump straight into the coronavirus before, like, I lost all uh, all of my ability to think clearly. 
I think that's the simplest thing to say. It's like when you take a whole bunch of medicine and you have like two seconds of clarity and you're like, oh God, that you try to like get everything back together before the sickness kicks in and you're retarded again. That's like what I feel like. I feel like I wanted to be all smooth and sophisticated talking about all these other topics. And my brain's like, well, you don't got time to do that shit. You better hurry up and get it all out before your sick brain takes over. Um, but that was one of the things that I wanted to talk about with you guys is the concept of quarantining America. Um, quarantining America, depopulation, the coronavirus, and so many other things. Like I said before, I went on that little side rail. Um, 8,000 people are currently underneath quarantine in California. Oh, wow. Uh, Alexi Chiara says that she is from Austria, and they just got their first case today. Very, very interesting. Uh, what the fuck are people going to do to revolt? That's actually what they're hoping. Uh, plants thriving. Peaceful protests aren't going to affect this. Um, quarantining America. 8,000 people currently underneath self-quarantine in California. In places like China, where they have things like the social credit score and a more of a communistic dictatorship there with President Xi Jinping, people are a little bit more compliant and complacent and obedient when it comes to the draconian measures that they've enacted over there. Locking people up in their places for like months on end, kidnapping and detaining people. That's unfortunately some stuff that people I'm sure in China are used to. You try that stuff over here in America, you're going to get protests, you're going to get people shot, you're going to have bedlam, chaos, madness, insanity. I asked that question to you guys just last week. Would people be able to engage in self-quarantine? I added like the little scientist emoji and then the little pe then the police uh, emoji. Because if people don't self-quarantine, well, then you will get medical martial law. And that's the crazy thing. Trump himself has not really like openly come out and talk about this. He's tweeted about it saying like, oh, it's cool. Everything's under control. And that's how you know everything's not under control. The very fact that you're having to bring it to attention shows that you really don't know what the hell's going on. And that's cool. I don't really know what's going on either. But we need to admit that so we can start figuring out the answers. You get what I'm saying? So back back, back to the quarantine. Back to how that really is going to affect America. You know, just last week, I remember talking about it on the podcast episode about how China controls and manufactures at least like 80% of our pharmaceuticals. And this isn't like, this, this is withstanding the fentanyl that they, that they ship in here that's killing people. They are the main manufacturers of not only our pharmaceuticals, but of the vaccines. So think about this. There's an article I read from the Activist Post. It said that, it, and, and I'm just going through the headline. It said Chinese businesses, or 85% of Chinese businesses will run out of cash in the next three months, according to this, according to this, uh, according to a study, because of the coronavirus. Think about that. 85% of businesses in three months running out of cash and incapable of operating. Now, just the simple model that I've been using every time I come up over here to talk to you guys about this, what happens if in America for two months people don't get their uh, their 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 Starbucks or their or their their their, their McDonald's or their uh, God, you know, whatever the hell it is people go get from the store these days. Imagine for two months, people aren't able to get stuff. I'm posting videos to the page of uh, food markets in Italy going out. They're, they're, they're purposely censoring information of different stores around the world 
going empty, store shelves going empty because they don't want to incite panic. Think about these things. What is the purpose of, of, of having such chaos? Why are they incubating these things? You see, I love that people are saying in the comments that they think it's a scare tactic. They think it's a scare tactic. They think it's a scare tactic because you would be right. The purpose of having a scared, ignorant population is so that they give over their freedom. You see how that all plays into it? Keep the information from the masses so that they rush to government, hoping to God that government, the very same people who created the problem, can help fix it. Yes, it is a very real scare tactic, purposely keeping the information from the people so that they're incapable of protecting themselves. Purposely lying, having people hop up over here on social media saying, it's a hoax, dude, even though you're seeing people die in the middle of the street. That's not fake news. See, that's what I was trying to say beforehand with the brainwashed masses. You have people who are in such a state of cognitive dissonance that regardless of whatever they see, it's not real. And so whenever I say I don't really trust what people are saying in the comments, I look at the footage that's coming out of China <laughs> and the reports. I'm like, this is crazy. So I, I understand it. We're so woke over here. We know every damn thing that we don't have to do anything. That's a very dangerous attitude and, and, and approach to take. But because we're in this uh, conscious woke community, we don't really talk about solutions. We don't really talk about effective ways to get our hands around this. You see. Um, so here, let me let me jump back to quarantining America, the coronavirus um, you guys, you guys got to forgive me. Normally I am a little bit more composed, um, when going through these topics and our, our, our way of delivering these things are a little bit more uh, cohesive, but dealing with this cold. <laughs> so what I'm going to do to switch things up, what does that say? I'm going to play for you guys a quick video of uh, a fight breaking out. I posted it right before we went on air. I just want to get it on here for our members who will be watching this in the future. I want to post it. I want to play this video of a, a potential fight breaking out in an Italian supermarket over food. Now the next video I'm going to play for you guys, the next video I'm going to play for you guys uh, was literally posted just yesterday. This one came out today. The next video I'm going to play for you guys is of yesterday. Uh, it's of another Italian supermarket, Italian Walmart, I'm not sure, but guys showing you footage of how um, all the water, it's taken. All of the water is taken. That's right. This, this, this supermarket, wherever it is, shelves are empty. And they only have a few cases over there in Italy. I'll get that number for you afterwards.
And so while that was played, I looked up how many cases there are on this coronavirus live tracker. It says there's currently 238 cases, and there's only been like a handful of deaths in Italy. There's been, uh, what is it? In Italy, there's been 283, 322 confirmed cases, 10 deaths, uh, and only one person that has recovered in Italy. And so 10 deaths have sparked just that in Italy, where they're out there buying food, taking care of themselves. I've been posting for people to get food for fucking three weeks, and people are so damn brain dead that they don't want to do it. That's just the sad truth of the matter. They're like, oh, it's, it's not going to come here, bro. This is America, dude. We're, we're so badass. Ain't no sickness going to come around here. Shoot, I'll shoot. I will shoot the cold. You get what I'm saying? I can't even, like, joke or characterize uh, the pride and arrogance that we're showing in relation to this. And that's why it's actually very scary to see us still stay down this path. That's what I find very disturbing uh, in and of itself. Thank you, Slayer Kate. Um, I, too, hope that I recover from this cold very fast. Plebitarian says that they've researched this. The virus survives six days after. Yeah, I said that uh, some of my research has showed that nine days after is whenever certain surfaces are still susceptible um, to carrying the, the, the disease. One of the other things that I saw, too, uh, super strange, and this was in the earlier days of the actual virus, there was somebody walking around, basically going around, to different car doors in China, just kind of lackadaisically grabbing door handles, purposely trying to infect uh, people because the communicability of this disease is crazy. Like, I, I think um, because I'm not a virologist, an immunologist, or a biologist or any of this type of stuff, you guys know that. I'm just a regular dude trying to put all this stuff together, uh, learning as I go. But what I'm learning is that it, it is that this thing spreads very, very quickly, very, very quickly. Um, and the quarantine procedures that we have in place really aren't doing anything. And so when I said this like months ago, or not even months ago, uh, weeks ago, that this global pandemic is going to create like a global response to create a global government so we can figure out how to uh, fight this war on disease, that's what we're seeing right now. They're creating protocols, they're creating vaccines, they're creating all sorts of agendas to get through this and that's kind of why like we're every every day we're learning something new um here let me play for you guys another quick video and this is of the cdc only testing 400 people i want to play this quick video after i say this japan or, or china itself has tested over 200,000 cases 200,000 south korea has tested over 22,000 cases and let me see. Let's let's see right here. Yeah, twenty-two thousand cases. They only have nine hundred and seventy-seven confirmed. America has tested a whopping four hundred. Four hundred. Four hundred cases. Three weeks ago, whenever, two or three weeks ago, whenever. They stopped that plane that was leaving, um, it wasn't Antarctica, it was leaving Alaska, it was either leaving Alaska or Canada and coming to California, or it got stopped in California. They diverted that plane, landed at an, landed it at an, Air, Force Na at an Air Force base, took off, 
like 200 people from that plane and then detain them in quarantine facilities. So for, for, so America testing 400 cases is, 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 is it's incompetent, is the easiest way to say it. It is truly incompetent. We are putting people's lives at risk, not only not, not, not for financial gain, which is a crazy motive in and of itself. It would be different if people were trying to do this to get more funding. But now it just seems like it's being done for these scare tactic purposes to come through afterwards to have these draconian measures that we see China enacting on its people only here in America. So here, let me play for you guys this quick clip, uh, and then we'll get back into these topics. Uh, you know, obviously be a significant investment. On the same day, the CDC confirmed the 15th U.S. coronavirus case. I went inside the agency's emergency operations center with director Dr. Robert Unfortunately, Redfield. Unfortunately, it's the CNN. Public health infrastructure at reporting in to give you an idea of how rapidly the situation is changing. By the way, the numbers changed. I can it's tell 15. you that it's actually 15 there. It's a lot to keep up with. What is the worst case scenario here in the United States? So far, we've been able to contain it, but I think uh, this virus is probably with us beyond this season or beyond this year, and I think eventually the virus will find a foothold and we will get community-based transmission, and uh, you can start to think of it in a sense like uh, seasonal flu. Uh, The only difference is we don't understand this virus. Which is exactly why the CDC wants to be on the ground in China. It's probably Redfield's biggest frustration. Uh, right now, there's no evidence to me that this outbreak is at all under control. It's, it's definitely not controlled. And the sooner we can help them get it under control, the better for the whole world. So I guess that does raise the question, why are we sitting here in Atlanta talking about this versus the CDC being in China collecting some of this data? I don't think it's a medical decision that we're not being invited in. What do you think it is? Well, I think it's above the medical. You, you think know. it's a political decision? Well, I think it's above the medical. I don't think the director of CDC is making that decision. You think it's a political decision? Well, I think it's, all I can say is I think it's above the director of CDC because I know he would love yeah. to have us a system. China has accepted help from the World Health Organization. Sure. The CDC is waiting to hear whether it's going to be a part of that team. In the meantime, Redfield says his priority is to keep Americans safe. Our whole issue right now is, as I said, aggressive containment to try to give us more time. But it's going to take, you know, one to two years to get that probably developed and out to prepare the, the uh, health systems to be able to be um, flexible enough to deal with the potential second major cause of respiratory illness. That, you know, obviously be a significant investment. Interesting. On the same date. Interesting. Give me one second. I want to say thank you guys, too, to helping out lovely mini shops. She was trying to find some oregano oil, and it seems like you guys helped her out with that. So good job, and thank you guys for handling that. I love it when my friends work together. So one of the things that was interesting that the gentleman said towards the end of that show or that actual uh, report right there was that they need flexibility in response to this actual uh, in response to this actual crisis. That all that that triggered me to think about what one of the Johnson and Johnson representatives said when they were at the event 201 um, planning whatever it is uh, back in October. It's a representative from Johnson Johnson. They said that we can definitely get a vaccine together. We just need regulatory flexibility when it comes to these vaccines in order to get it done. The flexibility that they're asking for is is overreaching is the easiest way to say it they don't want to be able to have stops and checks like another article that's coming up 
as soon as I get up off the air with you guys, is that they're actually injecting monkeys with the coronavirus in a desperate bid to find the cure. And so even to me, that kind of sounds crazy. Um, and so it's, it's, it's nuts surrounding all of this. Um, the, the, the corners that are being cut to get a vaccine made, uh, the, 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 the misinformation coming out of China, um, the, the blame game that's taking place uh, surrounding it all too, because you have now China saying that it was America that dropped this on, on them. You have Russia saying that America is spreading misinformation regarding the coronavirus. And it's getting kind of crazy because they're trying to figure out who's, whose fault this is. But while they're trying to find the blame game, it's growing exponentially worse. Um, and so like the, like the director said right there, uh, we will get past this. It will be like another seasonal flu. But the, the, the government actions and the societal implications is what's more important. Yes, you'll, you, a lot of people will be able to survive this. I think the survival rate, you know, is somewhere like up in the 90s. Like if you have a very, very toxic and uh, acidic body, you know, you have a very, very bad immune system. It's, it's compromised. You know, you don't really take care of yourself. You probably may contract it. But we will be able to get past this. It's these societal changes, those draconian measures that I was saying beforehand that I have an issue with. The global vaccination, the mandatory vaccination. You see what I'm saying? Uh, and, and, and a lot of things as well. You know, and a lot of other things as well. Because last year you had the World Health Organization saying that anti-vaxxers are, are the top health threat for 2019. I can only imagine what they would say going into the future in relation to people not wanting to get a vaccine uh, to fight the coronavirus. You see what I'm saying? So there's a lot of different things at play here, but that's why vigilance, knowledge, information, and awareness is going to get you through this. Not fear, ignorance, and blind blind trust, blind faith in some totalitarian, sketchy-ass system that has like that, that does not have your benefit at heart. <laughs> Don't trust that. That's a, that's a, that's a game. Um, and so normally I would have a lot more stuff to talk about because I would have properly sectioned off this episode, but because I just jumped straight into the coronavirus, it didn't really set up all these other topics. Um, that's kind of all I really wanted to say here. Let me do, let me just do another quick news blitz on the coronavirus, read some more of these, these topics, because there's a lot of other stuff that I really want to get into, but my brain's just not operating at full capacity and it sucks. Um, yeah. Coronavirus causing extreme panic across the globe could soon be coming to the U.S. It's actually already here. Um, and that's, that's what I'm saying in the report right there. 15 confirmed cases. There's 15 confirmed cases here, but we don't really see any kind of response taking place. That's what's crazy. We hear that they set up 11 different military places, convert them into quarantine facilities. But we don't hear anything about that, about that afterwards. And so just here, continuing on. This comes from uh, Reuters, top news. Swiss authorities confirmed their first case of the coronavirus. So now the Swiss are contracting it as well. Oh man, right here, the corona, this comes from Business Insider. It says the coronavirus has sent shockwaves through the cruise industry, spurring Carnival, Royal Caribbean, and Norwegian Cruise Line to take drastic measures to keep their passengers from getting sick. That's good because I want to talk about uh, the I want to talk about the Diamond Princess cruise ship. Um, just last week, they they 
evacuated 11 people, or they evacuated 13 people from the cruise ship. 11 of them actually had the coronavirus. And if you ask me, I think how they handled that whole situation, the Diamond Princess cruise ship was nothing but incompetence. You have like a handful of people who actually had the virus on the ship. And so their bright idea was to quarantine the ship. Completely unaware of the fact that the disease is airborne. You're sharing the same air. So yes, if you're keeping these people in the ship, well, guess what? There's these things called ventilation shafts, air conditioning units that recycle the air. Wow. And so while these people are sitting here, other people are getting tested on, having uh, medicine shipped into them, flown into them onto this, this, uh, this, 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 this ship, other people are basically waiting in their, in their quarantine rooms contracting the virus. And so it is, it's, it's, it's a sketchy situation, dude. In and of itself, it is a very, very sketchy situation, and I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Uh, why are we literally a month into this? It doesn't seem like it's stopping. It seems like there's going to have far, like, like there's going to be far-reaching implications not only in society, but with the economy. Like I said, uh, 85% of businesses in China running out of uh, running out of cash in three months. That seems extremely dangerous. That seems extremely dangerous. Um, and that was another thing that I had talked about on the show. What is this going to do to the economy? I have to figure out how to, well, I don't really have to figure it out. Thank God we already have that. We have like American distributors for a lot of our stuff. But what, but, but can everybody else say that? Even if you have like 90% of your operation here in America and 10% of it in China, that 10% could still infect the rest. And so I don't know. Um, I don't know if this this I don't know if this virus is the seed for something else. I don't know if this virus is a Trojan horse, but I think that this virus is something that we need to pay pay attention to. Um, we have people saying in the chats right now that uh, COVID nineteen is Kobe, and that's more of that uh, Illuminati symbolism. I haven't gone down that whole that whole thought thread, that whole rabbit trail. Um, but I would definitely advocate for people to do so. It says this is this is definitely something crazy. I don't know. I guess I don't want to get caught up so much in the conspiratorial aspect. I want to start thinking in the real world implications and how this actually does affect us and what we can do. You see. So I don't know. We'll, we'll 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 keep our eyes on this as it unfolds. But um, I'm going to use this as a point to shift gears. If you want the truth, um, I think everybody kind of. I'm not sure how much time I have. I didn't really didn't really structure this show the way that I typically do every other Tuesday. But I want to switch up talking about uh, the coronavirus and the quarantining of America to talk about like the. Depopulation, essentially, satanic conversion. Um, you know, just just the other week, my God, just the other week, I posted about how there's that China, that climate change activist who is saying that we all just need to stop having kids. You, I wanted to be like, I wanted to be facetious with this transmission because it is so heavy, and look up stuff like uh, Dark Side from DC Comics's Anti Life Equation, the Anti Life Formula, because. What I'm talking to you about is pure fucking insanity. I didn't talk about the locusts 
that made their way through the Middle East and are now making their way through China. I didn't talk about that. I didn't talk about the animal die-offs in, the, in Africa and now the animal die-offs that are taking place in China because of these locusts possibly contracting coronavirus and infecting food. I didn't talk about that. What I'm talking about is total insanity. I think people really have to understand because, oh, we're aware of, like, the Rockefellers, you know, the Rothschilds, uh, the Astors, the George Soroses, oh, and the Donald Trumps, oh, and the Illuminati. I think because people are so aware of this, we think, oh, we won. We won. Like, we, we know who they are. Like, we won. What you have to understand is, like, we're in the grandchildren phase. Like, the grand, like, those were the, if anything, those were the grandfathers of the Illuminati. We're in the days of this now. What I'm trying to say is the people who are carrying out these agendas, they've looked forward to doing this their whole fucking life. They've looked forward to, to carrying out these acts as a rite of passage, a rite of elitism. We're dealing with satanic Satan, with satanic scientists uh, um, and occult technocrats. We're dealing with people who have IQs of well over 120 who are hell-bent on making these things come through. When I talk to you about depopulation, these are people who want control, who want subversion, who want destruction. I, I mean, good Lord, uh, just towards the end of last year, and I remember talking about and posting on it, a, a, it was like a, it was like a, it was like a group of 1100 scientists that came together, signing like a, 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 a treaty or like an announcement or something, who were just like, hey, there's too many people, we just need to start killing them. And then all throughout 2019, with the birth strikers moving, uh, the work of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and more, we, we felt this whole weird anti-human, anti-life push. Pro-Earth, anti-human, though. So whenever, whenever we start talking about the coronavirus, quarantining America, medical martial law, and everything else that's going on, is it really that big of a deal? Yes, it's that, real of, yes, yes, it's that big of a deal. You have people who were helping on the destruction of the human race and who want to take control of everything that comes afterwards. I was hoping that by this Tuesday, I would be in a better state of mind. So I watched a documentary on uh, Amazon Prime on the roots of the Georgia Guidestone. It was, for people who are unfamiliar with what that is, it's like four pillars. They're out there in Colorado. Um, Chuck's is in Colorado. Yeah, I think it's Colorado. It's created by this dude named R.C. Christian. Um, he was a representative of a group of people who were these accelerationists to a degree. They saw the way the world was going. They wanted to create like two new, ten new, ten new world commandments uh, to help basically get humanity back on track to where it needed to go. They said that we were heading towards desolation due to overpopulation. And they wanted to come up with 10 new commandments to help guide humanity back to perfect harmony with the earth. And so when I watched that documentary, I was trying to figure out a way to explain what we're seeing right now, how a lot of these, how a lot of these things are organized. Uh, a lot of these things were, 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 are planned. Yes, some of it is biblical, but yes, some of it is also Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. Uh, that's kind of why I feel crazy, because I'm just gradually talking about how we're entering into prophetic biblical days. When I say that we have literal locusts making their way through Africa all the way over to eat to Asia to to <coughs> to literally like infect the cows, the chickens, the ducks, the plant and everything there. 
what the fuck, like, what, like, I'm sorry if I can't keep casually talking about these things. No, abnormal weather events, that can be explained for from geoengineering, chemtrails, and so much more. But to this stuff, you're, you, you, you kind of just, you kind of just get overwhelmed uh, with, with the understanding of it. And so at another level, you just kind of pull back and say, yeah, this is really all happening. Uh, and you do know where it is ultimately going. The, 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 the end goal is for them to call massive amounts of people um, by any means necessary. That's the sad truth. You know, I was talking about this with somebody in the medical health field the other day. You know, I was like, I was like, how often? I, was, I asked him the question. I was like, hey, how? I was like, what would happen? Like, if you guys ran out of, like, medicine, like, would you guys just send your patients to other hospitals? Like, what would happen if you guys weren't able to get uh, your patient their, 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 their medications? They said, oh, well, we have a person that comes by twice a day to restock our medicine cabinet. And then if they're out of medicine, um, the person who runs the actual organization or the, the center at that point has a secret stash in their office if they want to get extra. I said, that's not what I'm asking. Why are you beating around the bush? Tell me what I want to know. They said, well, if people don't get their medications after a while, you know, that person basically just wasn't really able to answer it. That's what I'm really trying to get around to telling you, is that even people within the medical health field don't know what to do if there were to be an interruption, or a, uh, if, this, if the medical supply chain was to be interrupted. And so when I use that model of saying that, imagine what's going to happen if we're not able to get supplies for two months, if people are prepared for two months, imagine the die-off of life that's going to happen. Not only people within, like, hospitals, right, but people that are hand-to-mouth, paycheck to paycheck, who can barely get by. Imagine for two months, you can't even work. You can't even hustle, can't even do things for two months, just two months. How many things are gonna get interrupted during that time period? The plan is depopulation because they wanna make society more easily manageable. What better way to say this than what we saw in Hong Kong? We're not really hearing, unfortunately, we're not really hearing a lot of uh, information come out from the Hong Kong protests due to the coronavirus. And I said this at the start of the year, starting off the season, 40% of the world is expected to, to experience civil unrest this year. Sure would be a shame if somebody were to release a biowarfare 